Well, uh, it is uh, coffee, <laughs> um, coffee time conversation. Uh, good morning, Malcolm. Good to see you. Uh, welcome to uh, coffee time conversation this morning. This morning's question is, uh, with a bit of a smile on our face, Pastor, are you suffering from lockdown brain? <laughs> Um, so I know a lot of men are finding it much harder, I think, um, at the moment to write a sermon, um, finding it a really an uphill struggle after the, the months of, of lockdown. And an item in the newspaper caught my eye. Um, uh, we've had a lot of stress, it says. Um, and of course, we've had a lot of sameness, just kind of doing the same thing over and over again in the last year because we've been uh, locked down. And it can affect our thinking, um, you know, making us more forgetful, perhaps, um, <clears throat> finding it hard to concentrate, um, fumbling to think of the right words. And of course, all that stuff is relevant, isn't it, to people who are uh, studying God's word and preaching regularly, seeking to, to, to feed the flock. So um, that's what we're going to, you know, is there something that's happened um, during lockdown just to make things harder in, in sermon prep? And I think the causes um, are kind of are to do with absence of human contact. I mean, human contact stimulates us. Malcolm, it even yeah. stimulates me to, to see, see, meet with you. <laughs> I hope I'm meeting, up to it. <laughs> and meeting people is associated you know, it, it, with stimulation and not meeting people can kind of bring about a little bit of mental decline. I suppose it's a bit like um, being kind of institutionalised, dear folk, older folk, you know, only running on the rails of routine, uh, perhaps in a care home or something, and they just kind yeah, of don't, yeah, are not right. able to think out. But that kind of thing now seems to be affecting us, not just older folk, but perhaps um, people of, of you know, all ages. So any thoughts on, on, on how lockdown might have affected us mentally, Malcolm? Yeah, I think there is a stronger connection between the body and mind than we perhaps realise sometimes. And, and just being sedentary, just sitting in one room, one place for a long time, that could work against you. You do need to get out. You need to have physical stimulation. You need to take mm. exercise. And those are sort of pretty obvious things that are being stated. You know, the, the media is quite onto this now, this whole problem of lockdown yeah. kind of uh, exhaustion and so on. So there's quite a bit out there already. I do think the absence of human contact is a big issue. I've just been reading, uh, I never read it before, but I, I picked up a copy of the George Eliot's Silas Marner. Oh, which yeah. Is a nice little book. Yeah. But of course, poor Silas was a man who was basically on the fringes of society. And he'd been, he felt, re well, he felt he didn't have a place or any value or significance. And he just ground away at his, at his weaver's loom hour after hour, day after day. And he, he was completely dysfunctional socially. And until Epi came into his life, and it was like being born again, wasn't it? You know, read read nice the book, story. read the book, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, a good, it's a good book, really, and it's relevant. The other thing is, there's a couple, well, obviously, Robinson Crusoe was a classic in terms of the effects of uh, loneliness, and that was picked up in the Tom Hanks film Castaway, which was a really good movie. Um, um, about the, the, yeah, the fact that you become uh, kind of, yeah, disconnected with the wider world, and how that, it kind of, condenses your life and he, he even made friend of a football that he found on the beach didn't he and so on, because he needed social contact 
So it's a, it's a very big factor, I think. Um, yeah, those are some things. The routines also, looking at four walls. Yeah, I think, and also just, just being online, on the screen day after day, it's not what we were designed to be, is it, you know? Okay, so I think one of the professors who mentioned about this sort of says, well, you should look upon your, the brain like some kind of, uh, like your bodily muscles, they need exercise or they deteriorate. So just as your, you know, your, your muscles will deteriorate if you don't use them, so the brain will deteriorate unless it's stimulated. Um, so we need you know, stimulation. You've already mentioned something, you know, what, how, how should men be stimulating themselves? I mean, if they're just kind of reading scripture and they're with the family and, you know, what, what kinds of things have you got in mind to, to, to kind of stimulate yeah. and cure something yeah. of this, uh, this lockdown brain? Yes. Well, I need, we need variety. I think we're not getting out as much as we can. And even in, even when we do, we're still walking isolated, as it were, or, or in very, very small groups. So uh, my, my uh, one of my daughters and her family have got a dog uh, and that's been great. It's kind of been a whole yeah. new dimension for them and it gets them out. You have to go out if you've got a dog. Uh, I remember you used to like walking our dog, didn't you? Yes, when indeed. You came. Yeah. Good old Otis. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, to get a pet because that kind of gives you a new dimension of responsibility and relationship. Now I know that, that some people just are sort of pet allergic and all that, but actually, um, you know, we we were created by God in the environment of animals, which is very interesting, yeah. isn't it? Okay. Um, so that's an interesting. The other thing is, yeah, I mean, people take up new hobbies and so on. I, I think that can be quite intimidating for people. Some people are just not very manually dexterous but anybody can do a bit of watercolor painting and you'll be surprised at the results you can get and nobody's going to be looking over your shoulder to see if it's up to standards so have a go at something different you mentioned shaving with your left hand well that wouldn't be a problem to me because i'm left-handed anyway and i'm not going to risk it with the right so forget that <laughs> <laughs> well it is good i mean i you know doing things with in you know, a different hands does sort of yeah. stimulate different parts of the brain and you know your the, the, the counter hand to what you're you're used to and perhaps also phys obviously physical exercise we've mentioned this on a number of occasions with these um conversations but also things like crosswords if you've never done those kinds of things yeah. or yeah. sudokus you know if you've mm. never done that sort of thing again it's it's worth just to do something different and and get your get your mind thinking in different ways Get a tennis ball and go out and throw it against the wall and see if you can improve your catching. Okay. That's <laughs> and eye coordination is a really good thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And what, what do we, I mean, obviously we've got to come back to, you know, the mental stimulation, you know, in scripture, there's a great deal about the enlightenment of the Holy Spirit and, and prayer for the Holy Spirit to, give us wisdom, uh, to give us discernment, you know, and if we're feeling jaded, um, mm. then, then there has to be that element of, of seeking, seeking the Lord's presence, um, uh, that, that which should be a, a mind sharpening uh, exercise. So uh, yeah. I think we, we, we've got to put that in, in there as well. Mm. Okay. Um, and I mean, and, also, it's also good to read something different. I mean, it may be theological. Um, you know, you might want to take on something really tricky theologically to, to, to you know, to get hold of. 
Yeah. Or, or it might be good to take on something from the secular stable, um, which you know would challenge you a bit and make you think in perhaps in ways you haven't done before. Mm. Uh, I've been recently been reading um, this book, uh, The Coddling, The Coddling of the American Mind by Jonathan right. Haidt and Greg Lukianus. It's a penguin book, but it's, mm. uh, it's investigating the whole phenomenon, which is, you know, we're, of um, today's students protesting against anyone being allowed on campus to speak at their university, um, um, you know, who might kind of not share their worldview, who might not share mm. their values, uh, or, or, or make them, the, the people who might make them feel challenged. You know, yeah. they're saying, you know, the, the American mind has been coddled. Um, you know, we only want to think things you know that's uh, comfortable yeah yeah that sure. we're comfortable with i mean and maybe you know maybe we're a little bit like that when we're kind of within our little biblical worldview um mm -hmm. you know obviously which is the right worldview but nevertheless it's good to be challenged um yeah. and um if what we've been saying uh is right it really doesn't bode too much too well for the future of our students you know, they're saying, yeah. no, no, I only want to think certain things. I don't want to be challenged. Brains are not going to be going to thrive <laughs> without being being challenged. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, one more thing. Um, I think I, I've been reading a bit of a uh, bit of European history and, and, you know, people moan about life in Britain. So I say we're all going down the path, but actually things are not that bad compared with what's been in the past. And the other thing, read a good book about World War Two, because, again, it indicates that people actually are quite more are more resilient than perhaps we think we tend to again we've been coddled too much we have this anxiety culture where we all feel that we've been badly dealt or dealt a yeah. bad hand in this sort of people didn't think like that or if they did they had better reason to to think that way than we do now so that's a helpful perspective on absolutely things too. i think i think we have been rather brainwashed that we're very fragile oh, yeah. uh, and and well, i think I've Actually, God has made us to be pretty resilient if we, if we, as it were, step up to the mark. Yeah. So I hope that's been helpful. Uh, we hope to, today's coffee time conversation has stimulated you a little bit. And uh, maybe if you've been feeling, oh my goodness, this sermon prep is becoming too much for me. What's wrong with me? Perhaps there isn't anything wrong with you. It's just that yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a very difficult situation. Anyway, yeah. till next time. God bless. Okay. Bye. See you. Bye.